Hey, talk about a threat to democracy. A judge in Washington, D.C. has just ordered that Trump cannot speak about the case against him. He cannot criticize the prosecutor. What in the, where the hell did this go? <laughs> what, what, wait, wait. Freedom of speech, Second Amendment? Let's see here. He can, he can talk broad. Let's see here. The federal judge overseeing the 2020 election subversion case against Donald Trump in Washington imposed a narrow gag order on Monday, barring the Republican former president from making statements targeting prosecutors, possible witnesses, and the judge's staff. The judge's staff. What the hell's what, what, what staff does a judge have? Oh, the one that was going out with Chuck Schumer, <laughs> the, the clerk. I think you can do this stuff. And you know what? If they don't let Pre- President Trump do it, I'll do it. I'll have to take it up for him, okay? Uh, that weirdo, what's his name again? Jack Smith, suspicious guy, suspicious name. James Flippin just walked in. Hey, I, up, don't you think that there is, I never, I mean, a lot of defendants aren't going to speak about the judge, aren't going to speak about the uh, prosecutor, but that's them. I think it's a choice. I think this is, it's his constitutional right to say whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, I mean, it seems bizarre to me that it's almost like because, I guess, Trump's famous, he's not allowed to talk about the case. I mean, like, I think back as a reporter, we would always be thrilled to hear a defendant want to talk outside of the courtroom after a case proceedings had started or gotten underway, if there was a pending trial, and if the defendant actually wanted to speak and, in other words, sort of waive their right to remain silent or whatever, then that was very interesting from a news perspective. So I find it bizarre that they have some sort of – I don't know. I guess they see it as a concern that Trump would speak his mind. Uh, well, look, it's totally outrageous. The indictments are totally outrageous. The whole damn thing, you know, separation of powers, right? I mean, we criticize members of Congress all day long. They criticize Trump all day long when he was in office. You can't, you can't complain about it. You can't speak about it. That weirdo goes to, uh, the Netherlands for four years prosecuting war criminals, wears a purple tunic, thinks he's special, thinks he's better than us. And oh, by the way, didn't actually get any war criminals, real war criminals. It's a big bureaucracy over there. You're allowed to do that. Oh, and his wife makes documentaries with Michelle Obama. I think you're allowed to point that out. This is still America. Maybe it's not anymore. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Um, did you hear about the police commissioner went to the Middle East last week on the global day of jihad? Yeah. He was in Qatar, I think, right? What the hell was he doing there? And who the hell is this guy? What does he think he is? I mean, I've heard uh, from people that there's a, like, NYPD satellite office in Qatar. Uh, You don't have to go there to visit it when you're the commissioner. All right? Yeah, we've got detectives all over the world. Uh, He went for a junket. There's some sort of conference over there, Qatar. On the Global Day of Jihad, you just got the job two months ago. And you're gallivanting all over the world. You know, when you go to the Middle East, it's not like you just go and come back. You lose a lot of time. You know, you, you come back, you're a basket case because of the jet lag, right? It takes you about 10 days to get back to normal. Well, actually, I wanted to ask you something about that because, you know, we know that the mayor of New York City just went down to South America and uh, went to Central America to sort of purportedly do some research or uh, propaganda. To concerning gap the- off, to have dinner, to feed his ego. Well, so that's what I wanted to ask you about. You know, now we're seeing that New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy is in Asia for nine days. Doesn't it? I mean, it just seems kind of bizarre to me that they go off on these trips like this. Like, you'd think there's important work to do here. Yeah, I would think so as well. You know, you're going to be governor of New Jersey once, you know, but they get bored, especially Murphy. He's a, he's a rich dude, and he wants the next gig. 
And actually, the work of government isn't that much fun. Yeah, it's work. You can roll up your sleeves and do it, or you can uh, pose for the cameras and look good like Eric. So they're just not interested in work. They're interested in climbing the ladder. What's next? What's next? What's next? And Murphy wants to be president someday, actually. So yeah. who the hell knows? All right. Anything news-wise I should know about? Uh, well, I heard you starting out your show today talking about how you're done with mass transit. No well, more, I'm no done. more subway. No more subway. I'll take the bus, but I'm not getting on the subway. Oh, you will take the bus. Yeah, I'll get on the bus. Look, the bus I can handle. Basically, it's, I mean, let's face it, it's old ladies and nice people on the bus. Okay, it's, a so different, it's a different clientele. It's a totally different clientele. Okay. And, you know, the madman who got in my face yesterday, I mean, he looks like he just got out of either Rike, the not only Rikers, the psychiatric unit at Rikers, okay? He was crazy, but he was totally comfortable getting right up into my face, and you know, I'm like, you know, what, 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 what do I wait for? Do I wait for the neck, the knife to be plunged into my neck? I mean, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't have gone up to him like that unless, unless I had a weapon. <laughs> I mean, I, why would you get into anybody's face like that unless you meant them harm? So yeah, I'm not getting on the subway again. Well, I just was a little concerned because, you know, parking meter rates went up today in New York City. Here in Manhattan, it's now going to cost you 550 for the first hour. And nine dollars for the second hour to park yeah, in those. Let's get meters. the hell out of this city, seriously. <laughs> let's. I mean, it's just nickel and diming. The tax is crazy. But then again, quality I was, of life stinks. I, I was also going to say, probably not a good idea to park your Mercedes on the street either. So, your Mercedes. Yeah. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Your Mercedes. You, you don't want to, you your, want to get the your end. Mercedes. Your Mercedes. <laughs> you make it sound like I'm um, some snob or something with my Mercedes. <laughs> It's, not, it's, it's a nice car. It's not exactly a Maybach, all okay. right? It's all not right. the Maybach. You know, they got they got different grades, different versions of the Mercedes. Oh, okay, good. Quite frankly, I don't like the Mercedes. Too many gadgets. I don't know how they work anything, including the navigation system. I don't know how to work anything. And you know what you got to do? You got to say you got to to in, enable that stuff. You got to say, "Hey, Mercedes." Oh, it's like a Siri type yeah. thing or something. Hey, Mercedes. First of all, why do you have to say "Hey"? That's obnoxious, isn't it? It's just Mercedes. I don't like saying that. I don't like doing it. I, I but don't. then I guess if, like, your girlfriend or wife's name were Mercedes, then that could be a little bit confusing. Well, that's not my girlfriend's name. Uh, my <laughs> wife's name is Judith, so. <laughs> what you I'm your, talking about a girl, hypothetical. girlfriend. I'm saying the hypothetical well, you said person. you. You're talking about my Mercedes. But the you're hypothetical talking about me. user. All right, fine. Uh, so the meters went up. Um, and anything else? Well, you know, I know you're a big, well, not really, but you're intrigued by the Aaron Rodgers story. And our sports producer, Mike DiDino, said I, maybe I bring this up. He was on the field yesterday before the Jets' big win. Yeah, like six hours earlier, throwing right? Throwing the ball, making his way back from Achilles' surgery. Very surprising. Maybe he can play before the end of the season. Wait, Mike DiDino was throwing the ball? No, no, sorry. Aaron Rodgers was out on the field despite having just had Achilles' surgery. Yeah, playing catch. Throwing the ball. Playing catch. Not walking with crutches. Playing catch. This is not playing football, all right? This is tossing a ball. Just saying, around. it'd be pretty remarkable if you made it back before the end of the year. Uh, yeah, good luck. I know. I mean, you know, just put the tee down and stop talking about the and, Ayakusha tee. Cause and the Jets had a big win yesterday as well. Uh, yeah, twenty three seventeen or something. Twenty to fourteen. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles for the first time ever. Is the Zach Wilson guy getting better? He is. He's improving. And their their coach says that they're that freaking close offensively. His so, words, his words. What's the record of the team now? The Jets, I guess they're now two and three. Two and three, I think. I don't think they had their bye yet. Well, uh, good luck. Three uh, and three, I'm told. Three and three. Three and three. Yeah, that's right, because they beat the Broncos. 
Um, and then out. Duh, I beat the Broncos. Give me a break. <laughs> Nobody cares. I can. They, the Broncos. Well, that's, that's the one I forgot. The three. Okay. Uh, the Rex Hewerman case. They're expanding the probe. I know you've been sort of interested from a true crime perspective. Hey, wait Rex a second. You, you can't call it the Rex Hewerman case. The Rex Hewerman case. The Gilgo Beach serial murderer case. The yeah. the alleged Gilgo Beach serial killer. Just Rex call Hewerman. it. Well, number one, we know you got to call it the Gilgo Beach case. Okay, the Gilgo Beach case, they're assigning two more cops to potentially investigate the deaths of additional uh, escorts, allegedly at the hands of Rex Hewerman. So that case is continuing to look at even more potential victims. They appointed two new cops? Yes. For the case? Correct. They're expanding the probe. This is what's known as, this is press release journalism. Okay. I would imagine they assign cops, they take them off the case, they put them back on the case. I expect them to do that. They don't have to notify the world that they did. Well, but, I mean, it, it's at least newsworthy in the sense that they're still thinking this guy might be connected to more bodies. I mean, that's, you know. I mean, that was the case. They were they told us right away that they're still investigating the case, and it's open. They did. It's They never made it a closed case. I, I know. We've got to get out of the thing here just because, they, they, I know, they, they email you something. They email something, and like, oh, well, this sounds interesting. Well, I mean, it certainly could mean that they're on the cusp of potentially – releasing more findings. If they were on the cusp, they wouldn't just be hiring two new guys. They would have been, you know, the, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but let me know when you want to charge them with something else. That's what I would tell That's the fair. cops. You know what I mean? Let yeah. me know when you, uh, you know, we, yeah, we don't need to know every little thing they do coming and going. And I think that they should have had guys on this full time the entire time. And they didn't, mm. they didn't, they, they, they scaled it down. They scaled it back. And remember, we could have solved this case a lot quicker than, um, the cops under who was the other guy, the maniac chief, Jim Burke. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had information that, and they could have connected the dots. Number one, it was a big guy. Number two, he drove a Chevy um, avalanche. Mm-hmm. And number three, he lived in Massapequa park for 10 years. They had that information and it, thank God, chief, um, commissioner Harrison, mm-hmm. he was the one who connected the dots basically as soon as he got there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it felt like he left the NYPD. He went out there and then it was like three months later that it happened or something like that. So, all right. Well, that excellent. That's all good. Um, thank you, James. And, uh, things are quiet. What do you think about the Israel situation? I'm so incensed that the, there's anti-Semitism everywhere you turn around and you got the media here. I want you, I want you to listen to this. This is G- Mark Levin, the great one who's mm-hmm. on our station every night. This is what he thinks about the media and and how things have gone down. Cut six. The greatest ally that terrorists have in the United States is the American media. Just as it was the greatest ally of the Nazis by covering up the Holocaust, the American media has Jewish and other blood on its hand and has for decades and decades and decades. And it seems like they don't take a corrective course either, do they? That's pretty, that's pretty, and I, I don't think he's wrong. Mm. So much, so many, you know, they used to hold officials accountable. And now we just go with the flow. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I understand that the the war in the Middle East, you know, the conflict between uh, Palestine and Israel, like it's, you know, it's as a, a tale as old as time, almost literally, right? But there used to be a very clear standard that when it came to civilian lives and innocence being violated, in the course of that conflict, it wasn't okay. Like, everybody basically accepted, that's not okay. And then, like, you know, people would kind of, professors would push their glasses up and say, well, actually, you know, when the when the people are put upon or are made to be subjugated, then they're not the ones. And now it's like it's a widespread belief that there's somehow, somehow something could be 
justified as horrifying as as terrorism. It's just, I don't know. I don't know where that came from or how it came to be, but it seems to be here. It's it, it wasn't overnight. Uh, this uh, this poison has been all over the place. I've been blind to it. I apologize and uh, got a lot of work to do. All right, thanks, James.